Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk Podcast. Today I have the millennial Danny Adams, hashtag no new friends, stopping by the Fight Talk Podcast. We're talking Glory Pro Wrestling. We're talking Southern Underground Pro Wrestling, a.k.a. Sup Graps. We're talking a bunch of different stuff. We're talking about Danny's background, talking about who he liked as a fan, who he wants to wrestle, all that good stuff, and more. Once again, right here on the Fight Talk Podcast. But before we get started, make sure to check out our friends over at Williamson Brothers Barbecue. Williamson Brothers Barbecue has my favorite sauce in the world. It's all natural, it's gluten free, it's healthy, and it's delicious. You can find it at Whole Foods, Kroger, Publix, Walmart, pretty much everywhere. But it's easiest just to go on Walmart.com, type in Williamson Bros in the search tab, grab yourself the best sauce in the world. I guarantee you'll like it. Hit me up if you buy it, by the way. If you try it and you like it, hit me up. I'll even have you on the podcast to talk about the sauce and talk some pro wrestling and or mixed martial arts with me. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Fight Talk podcast with me and Danny Adams. First and foremost, Danny, how have you been, dude? Oh, real good. Been busy with did the show a couple weeks ago. Um, the boy that's not went pretty well, so it's uh, been taking up a lot of my time. But I actually got some time to relax the so past couple weeks or so, so that's been nice. Nice. That's good to hear, man. And I'd imagine you stay busy with uh, with Glory Pro. Like, how has it been being a part owner of a wrestling company? Uh, like you said, it's real. It's a lot of work. Been real busy. Um, man, it's just. There's so much that goes into it, especially since you got a pretty lean crew. There's only a couple of us, you know, me and Kevin, that, that run the thing, so they don't have, like, a ton of ton of help, so it's a lot of work to put on each of us. But it's rewarding once you actually get get done with the show and everything goes, you know, somewhat smoothly, and you know they put it all together on your own. So I enjoy it. Yeah, that's great to hear, man. And, you know, ever since you and KLD took over over there, I think things have been going great. Uh, the feedback I've been getting from the shows has been awesome. I unfortunately haven't been able to make it out to uh, the St. Louis area in the last few months uh, myself, but I did go uh, to the first, geez, I, I don't know how many shows, but it was a, quite a few of them I made out, uh, made the trip out to, and I want to make it soon. I've just been super busy myself, but I've been keeping up with what you guys uh, have been doing, man. Uh, a lot of big names that you've been bringing in, a lot of big names coming in soon. I mean, do you in a million years think that you at your age would be not only taking part in running a professional wrestling company, but bringing in the likes of guys like X-Pac, Buff Bagwell, and Norton. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's cool. Like, I, never, I never thought at this age I'd be doing it. I think it was something that I always wanted to do kind of down the line, but you know, when the opportunity presented itself to, to step up and take charge, you know, it wasn't a hard decision to make, but it's uh, been a lot, lot to learn, I think. I think every show we ran has had its own fair share of difficulties and lessons to be learned. So it's certainly not perfect yet, but you know I think every single every single time we run, it gets better and better. So I'm hoping, hoping a couple big shows in October will go well, and then we got another big one coming in November, and then by the end of the year we'll be rocking and rolling into the 2019. So. Yeah, man. Well, I look forward to everything you guys keep doing over there, at Glory Pro. Keep doing great stuff, man. And I want to talk about yourself a little bit here. Um, I've been seeing you a lot live here in Nashville, Tennessee at Southern Underground Professional Wrestling. And the, most of their shows are in the basement east here in Nashville. It's been 
kind of it's become kind of like a staple here in the uh, in the area for indie pro wrestling. And you becoming a regular there, uh, what's been your experience uh, coming to the basement east here in Nashville so far? Yeah, stuff's been awesome. I think it's one of those really cool places where I mean, it's it's just a really fun place to come wrestle just because of the crowd and you know the, the roster, the locker room, everything. The guys who run it are really cool guys, and it's really it's become probably my favorite place outside the St. Louis area. Uh, to the wrestle over there in Nashville. Um, I love I love the roster. I love the shows. Um, they're not like anything else you're really gonna see. Um, I think it's a very diverse roster from guys from a lot of different areas. And you know, like I said, it's been really, really cool being a part of it. And I'm, yeah, I'm glad to be a, you know, a full-time guy there. Um, it's, it's definitely my favorite place to go on a lot of consistent basis. But well, we love having you here, man. And I wanted to ask you, so you guys, you and KLD, you know, you're known as No New Friends, um, the tag team. And it, in my assumption it was just the two of you guys but now you've added on mike outlaw to the group is this a guy who has been your friend for like quite a while and i just didn't know about it or is he in fact a new friend you know mike outlaw he's an old friend uh he's been uh, me and kevin's best friend uh, you know ever since we started you know i've known mike since for over four years so we've been with each other every step of the way and you know we could bring him in to the group uh yeah it's not he's not a new friend so we're not we're not uh, hypocrites or anything, um, but he's an old friend. And you never know what other old friends we might have. You know, me and Kevin haven't been around, been, been around that long, but we've been around long enough that we've made a few friends along the way. So, yeah, you'll see Mike Outlaw now, and uh, who knows who you'll see uh, next year or the year after that. You know, whenever we feel like bringing somebody in, we'll do it. That's what all, we're all about. Man, good stuff. And I, I wanted to mention as well, um, I forgot to mention this while we were talking about Glory Pro just a minute ago, but you guys recently crowned a new champion in Kurt Stallion, which I thought was pretty cool. He's another guy that I watch a lot at Southern Underground, uh, someone I'll be seeing this weekend at the SCI in Chattanooga. Um, kind of, have you guys gotten, I should ask you, like, what's kind of been the feedback you've gotten so far as uh, Kurt Stallion as the new champion? Because before we had Jake something, and uh, he's obviously a uh, becoming bigger and bigger as well because i'm seeing him pop up in t or uh, impact wrestling um so what have you guys gotten as far as like feedback with the new champion kurt stallion so far uh it's been a lot of awesome feedback i think kurt's one of the most respected uh young guys uh anywhere i think everyone respects that he'll he'll get in his car and drive you know 15 16 hours to wherever he needs to go you know he's all the way down in texas and west texas so uh, just for him to come all the way up to St. Louis, Chicago, Nashville, um, he's making long drives no matter where he's booked. So like I said, he's one of the most well-respected members of the roster. And it's, it's going to be an interesting reign for him uh, to kind of go to because there's no one in Glory Pro. They haven't exactly had a, uh, a bad guy or someone who acquired that title through nefarious uh, means. Right, that's a great point. Because from the time that I started attending the shows, Myron Reed was the champion uh, when I first got onto Glory Pro. So I watched, yeah, Myron Reed, uh, you know, your classic good guy, you know, especially at the time, like he was really, uh, really captivating the audience. And he was, he was someone I didn't know about until Glory Pro. And I was 
completely shocked. I was like, this guy's amazing. And then I found out he's young. He hasn't even been in the business that long. And I was like, the future is so bright for this guy. Same with Jake something. And like I said, you know, he became the champion. I'm seeing him in Impact Wrestling now. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really expecting big things from Kurt Stallion. Um, is there, just because I haven't been able to keep up with the product as, as closely as I'd like to, is there a first challenger like put in place for Kurt Stallion at this point? Yeah, and, uh, at the last event, we had Myron Reed taking on uh, War Horse and Jake Parnell, and War Horse beat Myron for the number one contender spot. So uh, on October 7th, the Force Tower event, it's going to be Kurt Stallion taking on War Horse for the title. Ooh, I love that. I've been saying on my show, uh, War Horse is one of those guys that, another guy I discovered through Glory Pro, I'd never seen him before, and I saw him for the first time maybe, I don't know, a year, year and a half ago. It was at the show uh, where you guys had um, Cody versus Elgin, and you did um, Mara Fuji versus Dijak. It was that show, the first time that I'd seen uh, War Horse in person, and I, I couldn't I can't stress enough to people who listen to this show the improvement that this guy has made in the last year. Like he wasn't bad when I saw him at first, but now it's like he's getting better and better and better. Is there anyone else that you've seen uh well I'm sure there's more than one person, but is there anyone you'd like to bring up as far as like some people that you guys are seeing in your area, maybe guys that you train with or that you train now, um, that you see as like these big future potential stars for you guys? Oh, uh, well, yeah, like you said, War Horse, he was a complete pack. Hopefully the right time for him. Um, there's plenty of guys on our roster that just uh, just a little one step away from reaching that next level, like Tyler Matrix uh, from the Louisville area. Yeah, I'm very high on. Uh, and then a lot of, we had a guy from all across, really all across North America, we got guys from Canada coming down, that like Space Mountain and Shane Saber, who've been teaming as Space Pirates and being very entertaining. Um, they had a great match with the boys from Jollyville, who I think are probably the most underrated tag team in the entire country. I don't think they get around uh, nearly as much as they should. Um, uh, yeah, it's just fun. Like, Corpo's always going to be that place where you're going to see someone, probably for the first time, and not know much about them, but by the end of their match, or maybe the next match you see of them, you're going to realize that they're a star, and I feel like we've got that eyes for talent. Uh, bring guys in, not just from St. Louis or the Midwest, but you know, from all across the country where we can get these guys. Very cool. And I know you guys are also to help uh, showcase future talent. You guys have been running more shows uh, recently. How's that been going? Running, you know, more shows than just every few months. It seems like you guys are running more shows, you know, since you and KLD KLD have taken over. Yeah, we've got the we brought back Pro Wrestling Resurgence under the name Glory Pro Resurgence. It's kind of. Uh, you know, just a, a smaller event to showcase, uh, get some more guys out of the card that you're not going to see, you know, on those main roster shows. So, I mean, we've seen some really cool talent come in. Uh, I got a guy like uh, Frank Wyatt, if you're not familiar with him. He's a very large individual who's got a lot of talent. Um, he's actually a, he's been competing in a grappling tournament, so he's a shooter as well. He doesn't like people to know about that, but it's, I think it's a really cool aspect of, of this presentation. Um, uh, Marco Stunt, we've had in, had in, and obviously if you're a fan of stuff, you'll, you'll know Marco Stunt. He's the opposite of a guy like Frank White. He's very small, but one of the most charismatic and entertaining guys anywhere right now. So uh, that's the whole point of Glory Pro Resurgence is to kind of get, get these guys a look and get them in front of, you know, our fans and someone at the time to bring them up to 
that main roster, uh, people are going to know who they are. They're going to be able to react, react to them appropriately, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, bringing up Marco Stun, that's a perfect kind of transition into a question that I've got for you. You know, coming up this Sunday at the Basement East here at Southern Underground Pro, you'll be taking on Marco Stun and Cabana Man Dan alongside Mike Outlaw. Uh, what should the fans expect out of that one, man? Well, I mean, I guess we'll see if those two show up. Like I tell you, I've been looking for them everywhere. I've been looking straight ahead at high level, and I can't see them anywhere. I don't know if they're scared or maybe it's just because they're, they're so short that I... I can't quite see them, but they're two little guys, and me and Mike got, well, we're two big guys, so I what do you really think is going to happen? We're going to take the fight. I mean, we know Marvel Stunt got lucky when he beat me last time. Sure, and sure. I have my backup there. The Chiefs have a lesson. And after we laid Marco out, then there was really no one who wanted a piece of us. I guess the man man wants to step up, but you're going to get the exact same thing that Marco Stunt got after he lost the bet, and he's going to be laying on his back right next to his friend. Hey, I mean, those are some strong words, but I don't necessarily disagree, man. You know I'm a Danny Adams fan. I cheer I cheer you on while everyone else is booing at the basement east, so I'd like to see it myself. I want to see you and Mike Outlaw take it to uh, to Marco's son, Cabana Man Dan. Are there any other guys that you've seen through Southern Underground that maybe like you yourself weren't aware of yet that you're planning on bringing to Glory Pro at some point? Uh, yeah, I've seen a bunch of really cool guys uh, like uh, Joey Lynch. You know, I'm sure we'll see the Carnies come through at some point. Uh, we, we've, we've, uh, we've discovered AJ Gray through Seth, and we've used him uh, pretty frequently. He'll be uh, coming back with us pretty soon. Um, no, there's a, there's a ton of guys in my house, so we could definitely take a look at it if they want to make a trip over. Very cool, very cool. Kind of random question for you. Well, not really random, but kind of going on a completely different uh, route here. I'm curious, man, because I know you're you're probably roughly around my age, a few years younger than I am. Have you been like a lifelong wrestling fan? Is this something you always wanted to do and you're living out a dream right now, Danny? Oh, yeah. I mean, I come from a, a long line of wrestling fans. Like my, my great-grandfather was at uh, wrestling at the Chase events, so that's kind of where Long Island starts. And then he passed that down to my grandpa, passed down to my dad, who passed down to me. Um, so I don't remember a single moment of my life where I wasn't a wrestling fan or there weren't wrestling fans in my family. So, uh, yeah, it was absolutely a dream that I never thought uh, that I'd be doing. And I certainly have made it already further than I ever thought I could. So at this point, you know, just uh, keep the uh, keep momentum going, keep, keep everything rolling, and uh, I guess we'll see where we go. But like I said, like, I, I never expected to even be where I am today. You know? So what's your background like? Because I I know we're friends on Facebook, and I believe like you graduated college or at least high school, one of the two. I don't I, that dates me because I'm not sure how much younger you are than me. But I've seen pictures of you holding a diploma, wearing the cap. So obviously you, you're educated. Is this something where like you went off to school and like got kind of that backup plan, maybe uh, just in case wrestling didn't work out for whatever reason, or is it something where like you're just balls to the walls, like wrestling's life, and that that's what it's gonna be. Well, I didn't start wrestling until I was, I got kind of a late start. I was 21. So I'd already been in college for a few years. And then once I got the opportunity to start training, uh, I just had to finish out, finish up that college degree while, while wrestling, which was extremely difficult. And I didn't think I had a single moment to myself for those couple of years doing that. But I think it was more of a, more of a testament to that I finished what I started. I wasn't going to, you know, drop one thing for another. I think, you know, commit time, uh, get your stuff done, you can get it done. So, you know, I encourage a lot of guys uh, to 
you know, get, get a degree or get an education. Um, even if it's not a backup plan, it's just good for you. So, you know, you can be a well-rounded individual. So, I'd say that's kind of what I am. I, I love wrestling, but, you know, I love other aspects of life as well. So. Sure, and that's a great message for anyone listening to the show. For anyone who cares, I went to college as well, got a degree in sport management, and I never in a million years thought I'd go into any kind of journalism or anything like that, but that's where I wound up, and I'm glad that I have the educational background to know how to you know, put together the correct paragraphs and grammar and those kind of things for the articles that I write and stuff. So that's, that's a lesson to all you guys out there. Like, it never hurts to get an education. And you know, saying you know, that you're, you never thought you'd get this far um, and you mentioned guys, you know, before that you brought into Glory Pro, guys like Space Monkey, guys, you know, guys who come in from Canada, from all over the place. Where's the farthest, like, logistically that you've traveled to wrestle at this point? I think Ottawa, Ontario was the longest we've been. I think that was, uh, I'm going to say, an 18-hour trip all the way up there. And that was probably, I mean, that was, that was just driving. Like, I don't know if you've been up through, like, driven, like, from Toronto to Ottawa, which is, like, I think, four or five hours between each other. There's just nothing between those two cities. That's kind of how Canada is. And they're just like, you have these big cities and then just the forest that's driving up through there. So I think not only was that the furthest I've been, I think that was probably the most beautiful drive I've ever done, just driving up through there. It was me, Kurt Stallion, and KLB. Um, we stayed up there for the weekend. had a great time. That's awesome. What promotion did you work for up there? Uh, great North Wrestling, GNW. G and W. Gotcha. Who uh, who runs that show? If you don't mind me asking, I I don't know if I know about that company. Uh, uh it's Hannibal. Um, there's Hannibal. I think he. Uh, I think he's not having a brief stint. I think in WWE developmental or something like that. But yeah, he runs that show all the way up there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Another question I got for you, Danny. Being a lifelong wrestling fan, living out your dream right now. Did you always envision yourself as kind of like more so of like a heel character or are you somebody who, you know, I'm sure diversity, you know, most, most guys, you know, can do either heel work, baby face work, but like, do you prefer being a villain? Do you enjoy getting that negative response from the crowd? Yeah, I think I do. I think it's just, it's just like comes a little bit more natural. I think everyone should do what comes naturally when they're in the ring. It's obviously you're going to be more confident, you're going to be more comfortable with whatever, you know, is the first thought that comes to your mind in terms of what to do next. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm like a bad guy in real life or anything, or maybe someone else might not feel that way, but um, it's just what I excelled at. And I think, you know, you always have to accentuate positives and uh, kind of hide those negatives. And I think, you know, coming in as a bad guy and out of my mouth has always been well, and it works great, especially in a setting like SUP, because it's what I like about the shows so much. And this is for anybody who might not be familiar with Southern Underground Pro and the Basement East. Like it's essentially it, it's just a bar. It's a bar with a ring in the middle and there's no seats. The fans are right up on the ring and essentially between the ring and the bar. And they have like good beer specials going, good liquor specials going most of the time. So it's something where like the fans can get pretty rowdy. So by the time Danny Adams comes out, people are, are ready to jump on him. And you, I mean, you do a great job of, of getting that reaction from the fans. Um, is there anybody, well, I'm sure you have a whole list, but who kind of comes to mind as some of the people 
that are kind of dream matches for you, like people that you haven't gotten to work with. I know you're going to be essentially fighting the NWO soon, which I'm sure is it. I mean, that's a dream of mine as a kid is to be in the ring with guys from the NWO. I think that's the coolest. But who are some other guys that you haven't gotten to work with yet that you're really looking forward to? Um, if I had to say, if I just make a short list here, I think uh, Chuck Taylor is on the list because I think he and him kind of, I, I draw a lot of inspiration from him in terms of, you know, using personality, uh, get yourself over into an entertaining crowd. Um, I've always wanted to step in there with Eddie Kingston. Eddie was always really cool with me. Uh, for my first couple of days in the wrestling business and uh, he's always been kind of a great opponent just to uh, step in there with him. Um, even though he might knock me out, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I guess the, the the biggest dream opponent that I would have, um, if it would ever be possible, would be Kyle O'Reilly, just because he helped me out. He was living in the St. Louis area kind of when I started training and had a, a, a decent hand in, in helping me out when I first started. And... Uh, Wow, those are all great choices. Um, you know, that made, that's so intriguing. So I didn't know that you had any history with Kyle O'Reilly. What was it like working out with that guy in and outside of the ring? Because, I mean, you can tell just by watching his matches, and I've heard from just years and years and years with the fans, even before he hit any kind of, like, mainstream level, and wrestlers and fans alike both saying, like, they're almost afraid for Kyle because of how hard he goes in the ring. Like he's he's so dedicated, he's so good at what he does, but he goes so hard every single time. What was it like being around a guy like that? That must have been crazy. Yeah, he used to run uh, like cardio drills uh, with a group of us in St. Louis, and man, that's easily easily the hardest workouts I've ever had in my life. And he, you know, I think if anyone was looking to someone for advice for getting into shape, Kyle's the guy. I think he knows. Exactly. You know, want to put your body through in order to make sure that you're uh, always operating at 100% in that range. You, you watch Kyle, you know, he doesn't ever get blown up, he doesn't ever get tired. Like, he can go, he can go for an hour, he can go for two hours if he's on a machine like that. And I'm not just saying this because you brought him up. I've, I've said it publicly before. Kyle O'Reilly is if not my favorite, one of my top two, three favorite guys in all of WWE right now. Like, NXT, WWE, anything because of I mean, just watching that guy work is, it's it's just, it's wild to me. Like, because every single time he goes out there, I remember his match, no matter what. He could be in the first match, the second match, he could be in the main event. Every single time the mat, the, the show ends, I remember what Kyle O'Reilly did. Um, is that something that you work on big time as like, as like a, a performer or somebody still pretty young in the business, you know, building your way up, like making moments? Is that something that you really kind of take into account each time? Yeah, I think that's actually what I do best. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that I'm the most, like, athletically gifted guy out there, but I, I usually, if not every single time, will put on a match that you're going to remember, even if it wasn't for, you know, the, doing the most death-defying aerial attack or whatever. Um, it was just like, whether it's a moment that was created or something that I said or some interaction with a fan or with another wrestler or even the referee or anything. You know, there's, a, there's moments to be made. Uh, at so many different points in a match or before and after a match that, yeah, I definitely put a lot of emphasis on that just so that fans uh, will be seeing something different when they watch a Danny Adams match that they haven't seen on the rest of the card or anywhere else before. What I really like about you as well is like, 
some of those moments that I feel like you make are before the match even happens. Like you'll be coming down to the ring, interacting with the crowd. You got your robe on. You got you know you're 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 playing it up, and the people are uh, are usually booing you pretty heavily. And before the match even starts, I'm like, Danny Adams got the the crowd in the in the palm of his hand. No matter what happens the rest of this match, like I want the match to be good, obviously, but like it almost doesn't even matter because like your character is going to work win or lose, which I think is a really big key to success. Like, you know, you want to win matches, of course, but like, you know, you went out there, you lost to Marco Stun. I hate bringing it up, but it doesn't hurt you at all because you're going to, you're going to be coming back on Sunday. You get another chance. And I guarantee you the fans that didn't know you before you uh, fought Marco last time, they definitely know you coming into this one. Yeah. You know, I guess that's definitely, uh, it makes, it makes the job a lot easier when you've already got a reaction from the crowd. So, and that, and that sub crowd's always gonna, gonna be there for you. Um, whether you want them to cheer you or boo you, they're always very interactive. So, like, it's like, like you said, it's one of my favorite places to wrestle for that, for that reason. It's easy to create those moments when you got a crowd that, that wants them like that. So. Sure, sure. I gotta ask you, man, what is your favorite match that you've been a part of so far in your career? Oh, I'd say, uh, Is another guy that I, I really enjoy watching. Is he somebody that you trained at the same time with? Yeah, me and Paco uh, started the same day uh, when we started training together. So we've been we've been together basically every step of the way in terms of like our early days of traveling, and um, you know we both kind of got our own things going on now. But you know for a while we were either Danny and Paco teaming or Danny versus Paco somewhere. Um, so I've probably wrestled Paco over a hundred times. Absolutely, man. I've loved all the work that you guys have done together as a team and against each other. Uh, last question I got for you, Danny, and then I, of course, want you to make sure you plug all the stuff you got going on. Um, what's your favorite match of all time, if you can name one? Not that you were involved in, but just a match like maybe as a kid or maybe even something recent. You know, you can throw out more than one match if you'd like uh, that really stuck with you as like your favorite matches of all time. Um, I would say Jack, it was so dirty and 
put that together and that, that, that whole rivalry, I think, is one of my favorites just for that reason. I love it when somebody, you know, one guy and another guy that are complete opposites always has got to create the best moments in wrestling. So uh, I think that's my favorite one. Wow, that's a great choice. And that happened in WCW, I'm assuming. Yeah. Gotcha. Very cool. Um, that's another thing I'm noticing more and more. And I don't know if it's necessarily just in like the sub crowd, the Glory Pro crowd and stuff, but I feel like recently more and more people are kind of like almost coming out and being like, hey, I was a WCW fan as a kid. Like, I hate all this revisionist history where WCW always sucked. It didn't always suck. I was a WCW fan. I grew up in Atlanta. Like, I was WCW through and through up until, you know, it, it got really wacky and then I kind of had no choice. And then, of course, the company went away. But were you, like, were you WCW kid also growing up, Danny? Yeah, I was. Like, it was kind of funny, like, uh, when the WWF kind of started moving towards the Attitude Era and, you know, you had Triple H telling people to suck it, um, there was one moment where me and my dragon older brother, who's also a fan, and we were telling each other to suck it, and we were kids and shouldn't have been saying that. So my dad was actually like, all right, well, you're not going to be watching uh, WWF anymore because it's just not appropriate for you. So after that, it was only WCW because he got it taken away. So, um, but we were always always bigger fans of WCW anyway. Just uh, I think, like my dad was always a big fan of more uh, realistic style wrestling. He's always yeah, he was always interested in uh, what Dean Malenko go. And Eddie Guerrero and Chris Jericho were doing rather than what you know, the NWO was doing. So I get a lot of influence from that. But yeah, big, uh, big WCW family growing up. Awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, Danny, hey, thanks so much for coming on, dude. This has been this has been great. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, it's something that we've been talking about doing for a long time and something, I don't know if you even remember, but like it's something I appreciate, something I remember. Just I walked up to you at the last sub show, uh, shook your hand, talked to you for a couple minutes, and you actually told me, hey, whenever you want me to come on the show, I'm down. And I, I mean, that means a lot to me, man. So thank you very much for not only remembering me, but taking the time out to come on the show. Where can people find everything Glory Pro and everything Danny Adams? Uh, everything Danny Adams is uh, at Danny Adams 93 uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, more active on Twitter and Instagram, so check me out on there. Uh, Glory Pro, it's on at We Are Glory Pro on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, GloryProWrestling.com. Uh, it's actually a great place to get uh, updated match cards and schedules and everything. That's all, all the information that we found in one place, so... Uh, check us out. Uh, check us out on Smartmark Video. If you want to buy some DVDs, get some digital downloads. And then we've also got shows going up on Fight TV that you can order. Uh, so, and also if you got High Spots Network, we've got some stuff on there to check out. So wherever you can find us, uh, check us out. Whether it's you got to pay for it or there's some stuff out there for free, uh, we just want you to get some eyes on us. So. Awesome. Well, there he is. That's been Danny Adams. Danny, thank you one more time for coming on the show, man. I really, really appreciate it, dude. No, no, thank you. A lot of fun. All right. Thank you once again to Danny Adams for dropping by the show, and thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit the subscribe button on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere else that you listen to the show. Podbean, if you can follow it, if you can subscribe, wherever you're listening, Podomatic, wherever it may be, please make sure you're checking out the episodes. Download the episodes you like, and please leave a five-star rating and a review. A five-star rating and a review helps the podcast out a lot. I know I say it all the time, but it is the truth. And to be honest, it takes like three seconds to do it, and it really, really, really helps me out. So once again, five-star rating and a review, much, much, much appreciated. Also, make sure to check out my Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash fighttalk underscore. Once again, twitch.tv slash fighttalk underscore. 
play video games on there like EA Sports UFC 3, WWE 2K18, uh, Madden, Mutant Football League, NBA Jam, I mean, Fortnite. I play a lot of different stuff on there. And on top of that, I'm getting a setup soon to play Nintendo 64 and Sega Dreamcast stuff. So stay tuned and make sure to check out the channel over there on Twitch. Also, make sure to check out my Twitter and follow me there at FightTalk underscore. That is at F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. My Facebook group is Fight Talk Podcast. And my merchandise is available at WhatAManeuver.net. That is WhatAManeuver.net. Got t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, different colors, different designs, whole bunch of different stuff for you. And any money you spend on that website goes right back into the podcast and back into the Twitch channel to make all of my content better for me as well as you guys who like to check it out. So once again, that is WhatAManeuver.net. Grab yourself some Fight Talk Podcast merch. So it has talked about how you can support the show. Now I want to talk about the people who support me. I want to start off with my friends over at Williamson Brothers Barbecue. Williamson Brothers Barbecue has the best sauce in the world, all natural, gluten-free ingredients. You can find it in Whole Foods, Kroger, Publix, Walmart, all over the place, a bunch of different places, but it's easiest to find online at walmart.com. Just type in walmart.com, go to the search tab, type in Williamson Bros, boom, best sauce in the world. It is incredible. If you buy it and you like it and you want to tell me about it, I'll even have you on the podcast to talk about it and talk some MMA and pro wrestling with me. So once again, that's Williamson Brothers Barbecue. They also have three physical locations in the Atlanta, Georgia area if you want to check them out in person. And they have a personal website as well, or business website, I should say, WilliamsonBros.com. Also, I want to give a shout out to my friends at Heroes and Legends. Heroes and Legends is a pro wrestling collectible and memorabilia company that specializes in action figures, Finches magazines and programs, DVDs, autographed memorabilia, and other unique wrestling memorabilia. I have such a hard time saying the word memorabilia over and over and over again, but hey, bear with me here. I'm no professional. I just do these podcasts. Once again, Heroes and Legends, you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at HL Pro Wrestling. Also, I want to give a shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. Brian Jensen is a professional boxing corner man. He trains pro boxers. He trains MMA fighters, and he's just a good personal trainer. If you just want to learn how to throw hands, get in better shape, learn self-defense, whatever it is, Brian Jensen's the guy for you. Follow him on Instagram at Atlanta Boxing Coach. That's once again at Atlanta Boxing Coach, all spelled out as one word, no punctuation, nothing in the middle, easy to find, and hit him up. He'll work something out with you. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area or nearby, he can meet you in person. But if you're not anywhere near him, he can actually help you remotely as well. He'll help you reach your goals. Once again, hit up Brian Jensen for a knockout workout without getting knocked out. And last but never least, shout out to WrestleRumble.com. WrestleRumble.com is the place to be for all fantasy pick em contests for professional wrestling. There's always big cash and big prizes on the line. The SummerSlam pick em contest is coming up very soon, so make sure you're jumping on WrestleRumble.com right now to take a part in the contest. Make sure you're following them on Twitter as well, at WrestleRumble, to stay up to date with all of their contests. It's so much fun, guys. You sit on your couch, wherever you're watching the show, your bar that you go to with your friends, whatever it is, and you're sitting there and you're predicting pro wrestling and you can win cash and prizes for doing that. Just for knowing what you already know about professional wrestling. And that's for WrestleRumble.com, the place to be for all of your fantasy pick em contests as far as professional wrestling is concerned. So that's going to be it, guys. I'm leaving tomorrow for Chattanooga, Tennessee to go check out the SCI tournament, Scenic City Invitational. I'm pumped. I'm looking forward to it. It's a Friday and Saturday night show. And I'll be coming back to Nashville on Sunday for SUP Graps, Southern Underground Pro. That show is going to be awesome. So you should make a weekend out of it. If you're going to SUP, you should also go to SCI, vice versa. I don't even work for these companies. I'm telling you over and over again to check them out because I believe in the talent, like guys like Danny Adams 
and the promoters, my friends like Righteous Jesse, my friends like Dylan Hales and those guys. So please support my friends and check this stuff out. And if you're at the shows, feel free to say, hey, I'd love to meet some new fans. That all being said, that's been it for this episode of the Fight Talk Podcast, and I'll be back very, very soon. Hey,